Welcome back. You're in the Gold Room. Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. First home basketball game of the season went exactly as planned, Parker. Wouldn't you agree? I absolutely would agree. Not only did we catch the dub from a good program, yeah, East Tennessee a State. A very, very good mid-major. And reminder, that is in Tennessee to the girl sitting behind us who said, where, where is, is ETSU? East <laughs> it is in Tennessee. It's in Eastern Tennessee. Now, perhaps she was asking for coordinates. So, you know, I don't want to make fun of her for that. But sounded like she didn't know the acronym. So, you know. We'll, we'll give her some, uh, some we'll, slack. We'll cut her some slack. slack. Uh, so not only did we catch the dub over a really good team in a really good environment, uh, over 3,000 people, which is fantastic, but I got a warning from a cop. Yes, yes. We got, uh, we got warned by a police officer that yes. we needed to bring it down. Yes. We needed to bring it down. So for anyone that was at the game or that was watching the game, 23 on um, ETSU had kind of a um, an emotional meltdown. He did towards he, the end he, of the game. He kind of hard fouled Justin, and they like rolled around for a little bit. But before that, he had been humiliated. Yes, because Donovan, old Greg, ripped. Twenty three went up for a rebound, came down with it, and old Greg just ripped it from the man's hands. I said, "You're not gonna." It's just straight up. I am stronger I, than you. I want this ball and took the ball. Yep. So that was hilarious. Then they go down. It's kind of a one-on-one, just, uh, Justin in 23. I think 23 falls or whatever. Justin ends up getting fouled. And it kind of looks like he trips a little bit, whether it was, you know, 23 stick his leg out where it actually just, you know, dude's on the floor. So, he, so Justin trips. doesn't matter. They both get up, and whoever said something first, they kind of start bickering at each other. Yeah. And well, even they're, like, on opposite ends of the court. Oh, and it seems like Justin was just bickering, and and ETSU's twenty three was like trying to get physical. He with stood it. up. He did that thing where like NBA players when they stand up really quick. Yeah, and they're they're kind of like what 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 did you just say? What just happened? Yeah, that's what I he mean, did. He, he ended up on like the opposite bench, like right, he, he's, like it, like the the not the long width but the short width of yeah. the 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 court. They were on opposite ends, still like yelling at each other. Which at that point you can't hear each other. I yeah. always love when players do that. You cannot hear each other. No, you have no idea what the other's saying. So the refs like calm, I guess calm the thing down, and then. They we go to inbound it or or Justin goes to the line whatever may happen. yeah they they like line up we're about to inbound right, right. and uh, they're covering each other so immediately they start bickering again yeah it's like one of them said something to and, the other and you can tell that twenty three is the sensitive one yes he's much more yes. um, bombastic about this Justin's trying to push his buttons right which is smart to do oh absolutely try to get uh, the guy teed up <laughs> yes. So the ref like talks to twenty three, and then he like brings twenty three over to Justin and like, like a try to do like a shake, shake hands, bro. right? Like, oh, let's calm it down, fellas. We're just here for the love of the I'm game. Shocked twenty three didn't get teed. Yeah, they gave him a long leash. Yeah, because he was like he was yelling at Justin, and then he was yelling at the ref too. Right, right. Like, like so they bring them together, and then um, there was a moment of uh, a moment, not a moment of silence, like a tribute, but like it got it got quiet yes. because there's nothing happening. So I had my cone, which my, the cone that I made was for the this season ugliest is ugliest 
ugliest thing ever. It's hideous. It's Franken Cone. I just want it to be noticed. Anywhere in the arena, No, I, you can know where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope that never goes back into the home center. I hope it never returns. So there's a, a lull in the crowd, and I yell, 23, you're too weak. You're too emotional. You'll never make it in the NBA. And I'm screaming. I'm screaming that there's there's support groups for people like you. You can get help. Anger management afflicts millions in America every day. And then the girl, because we're not in the student section. We're kind of in the section right next to it. Because we want to be around section people 14. that. Section 14. We want to be around a whole area that was standing. So we weren't like annoying people. Um, so the girl sitting in front of us turns around and kind of like points to me, like look down. And I look and the, and the cop is looking at me. She gives me that. If you've ever had like your mom tell you to tone it down from across the room, yeah, that, yeah, that look, that like that really like chin annoying, down, forehead up, kind of like you're, down, you're too loud, you're too loud. And I gave her this face that was like, you must be new here, <laughs> <laughs> because a security guard that I recognized standing behind her looked at me and kind of gave me this like kind of look like. You heard the woman. <laughs> like, he kind of did that, like, watch yourself little finger-on-finger thing. And so he knew what was up. But obviously he couldn't, like, tell her, like, no, no, it's cool. The, the, that, these be, guys are known for this. Right. That, that'd be kind of weird to, to overstep her like that. But um, that was very funny. I, yeah, I was kind of thinking to myself the whole time, like, she obviously doesn't. She wasn't here for like the silent years. Oh God! When the home center was silent and everybody heard what we were saying, <laughs> she would have kicked us out thirty seconds into the game. Right. Like we weren't even yelling anybody's like specific name this time. Right. And I started thinking as well because I just bought tickets, like general admission tickets, to be there. So like, you know, say I get kicked out, I mean, I just come back, right? I, I yeah, you just walk back in, like or. I mean, okay, I missed the last two minutes. Just buy tickets to the next one. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, like you move over to a different section. Seems like it's not as uh, not as big of a penalty now that I'm not a student. No, and then like <laughs> there's an ETSU fan at the end of the game that like was actually yelling and screaming at security. And, uh, Debbie, yeah, beloved Debbie. Yes, he was having a meltdown like 23. They may have been related. He was having. I really don't think they were related. No, no. <laughs> but something was up where when we left, there was yelling going on from some... their fans yeah. at Debbie and the security guards that eventually ASUPD had to step in and get involved in some capacity. And I think that their fans had also started complaining about us and just the whole student section, I guess. Yeah. Um, which is cool. I mean, it's kind of a testament, right? Well, and then af- afterwards, we talked to to Bailey, who's the SYC president. Right Bid boonies. Um, and I think the general consensus is what it always has been, and I don't know why we, you know, got singled out for our emotional <laughs> comments. You, you're good to go after the players. Like that's that is the one that's good. But once you start going after fans, that's the problem. Right. Like, you can't talk to their their fan section and that may have been what happened there may have been some newbies in the in the student section that were yelling back at their fans and i think that's what caused some of the issues yeah was was that but all in all i mean that was just an unbelievable crowd yeah it was kind of um hard to process in the moment how big the crowd was it was like seeing photos and videos afterwards was awesome but i I tweeted this like i mean we were there when games were like I mean, you could go to the games and study. Like, uh, yeah, it was I mean, silent. there there might have been a hundred people tops inside. Right. I mean, so, there were some embarrassing 
embarrassing performances. So seeing that crowd and feeling that crowd and actually mm-hmm. hearing it, that's the crucial thing. Not only were students there, they were standing and yeah. engaged. Well, that's what the student section was standing up the majority of the game. Yeah. And even like the side sections where it's mostly alumni, parents, stuff like that. The second half, those those sections stood up for some some lengthy times, especially in that final stretch that everybody was on their feet in that building. Yeah. It was so cool. It was awesome. Um, so, yeah, we just wanted to uh, use this episode, kind of recap the first two games of the season. I think it, it these are really good games. What we were talking about with our preview, um, having competitive mid-major matchups gives you a really legitimate look at your team. You're not playing yeah. uh, teams that aren't even in the NCAA. Or yet. Yeah, I mean, you're not I playing. We may have one. You're not playing NAIA or right co- collegiate you're association what, of playing, Christian basketball. You're playing tournament teams. Yeah, I, I believe I know Iona definitely made the tournament. I'm pretty sure ETSU made it as well. If they didn't make it last year, they've been in and out the last several yeah. seasons. They've they've won the SoCon several right. times. So this was a phenomenal matchup. I'm glad we won. Um, it was so fun to be there. Um, and as you can probably hear from my voice, obviously, you know, we were hooting and hollering. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm struggling today. <laughs> um, by the way, I'm Will Strickland, App State Coneboy. <laughs> Parker Stone, the App State Cone Enforcer. And when I am on, uh, the World Wide Web, you know where I love going? To HouseUnitedSports.com. And you know what I love using? Gold Room 15. Use Gold Room 15. HouseUnitedSports.com and use Gold Room 15. That's right, folks. You know the drill. Go to HouseUnitedSports.com. It's a brand that donates a percentage of profits to the Sioni Yosu Club, or not Sioni Yosu Club, but the Yosu Club in general. Uh, no, it goes straight to uh, Bailey's Pockets, uh, the SYC president. <laughs> it goes, it's his pack donations. Um, but profits go back to support our student athletes, really great merchandise on there. Very fair pricing. Yeah. Huge point of emphasis. Yeah. You can get some quality hoodies on there for a quality price. Um, so use that code goldroom 15, get 15% off your entire order. Um, and, and we need to talk to old James a little bit. We had that vintage app state basketball logo floating around yeah, on Twitter. That eighties kind of ASU right, with the little ball. Uh, it looks very yes yes so we need to we need to hit up james the, who who's in charge of house united and, and be like hey you, you can you you know pull some strings here can we get this going <laughs> the team needs to, to talk to nike we need a throwback game or right. something we also need a link to buy jerseys that isn't like your rec Broken. baseball team like buy your did uniform you, did you get season. a jersey from that site i couldn't it wouldn't let you check out no okay. i put both jerseys in my cart and I just didn't get the checkout option. I refreshed. I tried on my phone and the computer. I refreshed. I couldn't buy it. And it was only over for like three days. So if you got one, congrats. I, I, you know, I, I don't know what's so hard about Just put it in the bookstore. Just put it in the bookstore. Just put it on Depop. <laughs> like, like, we've got this whole new football like team Teams, store yeah. that's all Nike apparel. But just we, we just need basketball jerseys. I, we don't... <laughs> It's not that crazy of an ask. Right. It really isn't. Right. Uh, this episode is going to be a bit of a, a speed run here. Um, I've got some family photos to attend to. I have my my cute, cute niece. She's about a year and one month. Wasting time explaining this. Well, I just want the people to know why it's so short. I just want them to know that we're not cheating them. You know. Well, you're cheating them and me. Oh. Well, maybe you need to join 23 and, and find some support groups. Don't sip your tea at me like that. I, sipped, I got a good at It's going to sound great. Man, whatever. Let's talk about Iona. What What are your thoughts looking back on that game? 
Uh, we no. got in bad foul trouble way too early. With yeah. All of our guards got in foul trouble. Mike, Delph, and Justin. I think Delph is the only one that fouled out. I think Mike may have fouled out as well. Yeah, I think Mike did. He was real close if he didn't. But yeah, so our three leading scores. Yeah, we're fouled out. Can't play defense. <laughs> um, the rotation I thought was interesting, and I think it has been. I think the biggest thing stand out for me is that uh, R.J. Duhart is not playing as many minutes as I assumed he would mm-hmm. coming off that tournament run. Um, James Lewis Jr. has gotten a, the majority of the big minutes uh, at that position. So, And how do you feel about that? I'm a little mixed. I'm a little mixed, too. He's definitely more physical. Uh, he's, he's just a bigger body. But I think R.J. provides a lot more in spacing. Floor spacing, he can stretch out. He can guard, you know, he can guard small guards. He can guard bigs. He can shoot a little bit better right. from the perimeter. And on offense, he can hit threes. Yeah. He hit one in, against Iona. That's right. It just gives you more options spacing, but the drawback is on defense. He can kind of get bodied by bigger guys sometimes. He's right. not, you know, as big as some other dudes. I do think RJ has unique ability to um, go up. On, on shots and layups yeah, and stuff. Yeah, he's a great and shot Actually blocker. not draw a foul. Yeah. Actually stay vertical. Yeah, which it, you you assume the ref knows what you're Stay doing. vertical, go for the ball. He's a very disciplined defender Yeah, uh, in that aspect. But JLJ is certainly a bigger body. I bigger think he body. can push people around a lot more. He's a really good free throw shooter. Ah, he certainly wasn't against Iona. No, but he was last night. He was. He was a very, very good free throw shooter last yeah, night. He, he, I think he, he, he had a little... By the way, ETSU only shot six free throws yesterday. Yeah, which shocked me. Which is very strange. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they're Which just speaks it speaks that. to our good defense. I mean, yeah. we, we're good I think we shot team. 17 or 18. Yeah. So, like, and then we end up winning the game by two. So, that really was the difference. Yeah. Right. I think that's the difference against Iona. Yeah. Is we could not hit a free throw to save our life. Yeah. I think, um, I feel like in every game you lose, a good safe answer is ah, if we had hit our free throws. But when we talk about foul trouble, we were in foul trouble in all possible regards. Our our players were about to foul out. We couldn't hit free throws. We gave them too many free throws. Yeah, everywhere that free throws could have been involved, we did not. We were there and on the wrong side. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that that's like the easy. You can point to that if that was different on any of those three levels. That game we might have won that. Yeah. So, and I do think, um, I think we stuck close with Iona, but I think that's a testament to Rick Patino's experience. I think he got a little, I think Kern's got a little outcoached. I think because Patino noticed the foul trouble, he yeah. picked up on that and he and knew who to pick on. Maybe, maybe some of those referees were from New Rochelle or <laughs> I'm not going to say there, there were a lot of ticky tack fouls in that game yeah. where I felt like far too involved. Incidental contact, guys tripping. I, I did not think that that yeah. was, but they really, I mean, called that game for Iona. They were very theatrical too. It was yes. really obnoxious. I mean, whoa. They, when they had offensive fouls, they would, I mean, they would like crow Wind up. Like they were an outfielder trying to launch that ball home. They would <laughs> uh, <laughs> make the call. Uh, so I, I, I agree. I think foul trouble was a deal breaker. Um, the, I think we had, Solid bench production. Yeah. Scarence, or the freshman got his first yeah, minutes. Terrence Harkin. Which clearly it looks like Terrence is going to be JFO's backup. He's in that yeah. two spot. It, it looks like awesome. he'll be the sixth man. So shout out to him. First game of the season against uh, an opponent like Iona and getting minutes and getting points. Uh, shout out to him last night against ETSU. It ultimately didn't count. He got foul going up, but he caught a, an alley-oop. Yes. 
<laughs> and he launched. Yeah. I mean, he's not exactly a really tall guard, but no. he, he, I mean, his face was at the rim level. <laughs> I mean, hops from, from Terrence. Yeah. Um, so after Iona, you know, we take the loss, but I think there were good things to take away. I yeah. certainly felt confident. I, I felt, you know, seasons in the past, we lose that first. And I was like, well, here we go. Well, and that's a game that like two years ago, we lose by 30. Yeah. Like, yeah. Iona would have ran us out the gym. Yeah. So going into this game against ETSU, um, I think, again, something we talked about heavily with our preview, bench production is exceptionally better already. Yeah. You can already notice it. Well, and Kearns is is mixing things up. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first game, Xavion Brown got big minutes but didn't against ETSU. Chris Mantis got some time against ETSU. CJ Huntley got more time against ETSU. Way more. RJ Duhart got less was time. Was on the opposite end, yeah. Yeah, so I think Kearns is prepared. I don't know if you mentioned Mantis. He yeah. got his first minutes. Yeah. Um, I think Kearns is prepared to not have a set lineup as far as the bench goes every every week. I think he's prepared to kind of take it matchup to matchup and tailor what that second unit's going to look like. Yeah. Uh, Michael Eads had a massive game. Eads Eads was hitting like only NBA three-pointers. Yes. <laughs> and looking good while doing it. Anything closer? No, but it was if it was from the league range, it yeah. was hitting. No, that's that's a guy that I think next year too. Looking ahead, that's a guy he's probably going to start next season mm-hmm. when when Delta and bigger. Justin are gone. Yeah, he's he's bulked up. He's gotten taller. I mean, he looks good out yeah. there. Yeah. I, so I am so happy that Kearns had been talking heavily about the growth of our bench, and it looks like it's true. It's true. What he's he, been talking he about. What's happening? Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I think overall, I-, I loved, we have to give Justin props for being a fifth-year senior and hitting clutch free throws. Hitting clutch free throws. He's hitting, it used to be where he played hero ball and just start jacking up some wild stuff. Yeah. He's not doing that as much anymore. He's hitting big shots in big moments. His playmaking ability, like, already over the last two games is insane. Mm-hmm. Remember that that. Like Lamelo pass he had against Iona, yes, right under the hoop. Yeah, uh, I don't know who put it up for a layup, but that was like, ding 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 ding, like laser guided exactly. pass. <laughs> I mean, he's lasering balls out there. He looks like a quarterback sometimes. I mean, absolutely big, big, big improvements right. in Justin's game. And have to give him props as well. He played the last five minutes or so with four fouls. Yep, and he made it through. Yep. So huge props to him. That is seniority. That is experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing then, how to manage that. Mike Almonacy got got banged up a little bit. Mm-hmm. He came off limping with an ankle. Can't, he comes back in, plays exceptional through the, that end of the game as the primary ball handler. Yep. I mean, it, just really, really tough, tough play last night. Yeah. Overall, I, obviously, I, I'm sure there's things that we can improve on. Um, but I was very pleased with how we played. Now, first half was rough. Yeah. Um, it seemed like we got off to a pretty slow start, but um, second half was a solid well, half of basketball. And I think that part of it too is is Kearns has had to adapt because both games he's had big players getting foul trouble very quickly. Yeah, first game you had Mike Delph, Justin all getting foul trouble. This game Justin picks up a quick three in the first half. Yeah, then gets a fourth. And the fourth early yes, the that fourth was, was just just ludicrous. But it happened very early in the second half, so you don't have your your leader on on your team isn't there for the majority of the game. Yeah. But you you trust him. He comes back in with about five forty five to go and plays exceptional basketball the rest of the way. 
Also have to shout out Coach Kearns' performance. Um, not only just actually managing the game the way he did mm-hmm. with his rotations, managing Justin with foul trouble. Um, he did a beautiful job. But after the game, he's walking off with the team. Yep. And he's starting to walk towards the tunnel. He's just kind of like waving and like, you know, fist bump, whatever. And then it's almost like a light bulb goes off and he just he runs under the they had the front row um like roped off. He runs under, goes like ten rows in. It's on it's on do not disturb, numb nut. I have a timer on my phone. Don't it's on look, I have the little moon. I have the crescent moon oh, on my okay. phone. Okay. I got the update, iOS fifteen. Um so he runs under the rope and he goes like eight, nine rows up into the pseudo section. And it's like jumping around and ha- hugging people, celebrating, high five and everything. It was awesome. Yeah, unbelievable. Like that is that's what gets people to come back. Exactly, the team high fiving people over the rails. Yeah. I mean, it was a really cool, cool, cool. And clearly, thing. he told all the players in the locker room to tweet. Yes, thank you. Everybody tweeted something. It was like at the same time. We got like six tweets. I mean, but part <laughs> of that is for guys like Donovan Gregory and Justin Forrest. You know, guys who have been here in a because last year you had COVID, no one had anybody in the gym. Right, but. Before that, I mean, those guys knew how much of an improvement yeah. that environment was. Yeah. I mean, it was lightened. People like Delph. I mean, even Muse. I yeah. mean, think about people that have been here for a long time. Andrew Automatic. Yes. <laughs> uh, so th- uh, I just got a phone call from my niece. She said, Google Gaga. So I have to leave right now to do some photos. Um, um, don't worry. I'll talk by myself for the next three yeah, hours. Yeah, go ahead. You can talk about the Charlotte matchup on Thursday. Which, which is a will big be, game. That will be big great. Big game against another good mid-major program. That will be a great game. And then uh, coming up, Furman. We, we're going to need to make a road trip for that one. Yeah, we're going to organize a road trip. Be on the lookout for that. We'll have information out. We're going figure, to figure out. We need to be there yeah. at Furman. Yeah. And uh, we're assuming that South Alabama – uh, we got the win on that one. If yeah. not, we'll do an emergency press conference. Yeah, we'll we'll do an emergency episode if we lose South Alabama <laughs> in football. Uh, but we're just gonna go ahead and book it that we get we, the dub today. Yeah, we're gonna Nostradamus <laughs> predict. So uh, pack Holmes, take the stairs, and continue going to basketball games. We'll catch you next time. Google Gaga. Oh my God, I gotta go. God I gotta go. End the episode. God. <laughs>